Blog Talk Radio. Urban Glory Radio, simply glorious. In spreading the gospel to the world, we have designed a streaming radio broadcast for every believer. This word, worship, and witness-filled broadcast streams live every week. Access episodes on demand 24 hours a day. Subscribe to our iTunes podcast and take UDR wherever you go. Visit us online at urbanglorycampaigns.webs.com. Also find us at twitter.com backslash urban underscore glory and like us on Facebook. Enjoy today's broadcast. This is Bobby Thomas, leading executive of the Urban Glory Commissioners League. We are the financial support of the work of this great ministry and organization. I've been a supporter of this ministry in time, talent, and treasure, and I ask you to consider doing the same. Whatever the amount, give from your heart, and know that the leadership of Urban Glory Campaign appreciate your gifts, and the Lord himself will bless you beyond measure. Visit www.paypal.me forward slash Urban Glory Campaigns and give today. Thank you for listening. This is Selena Olivia, one of the leaders here at Urban Glory Campaigns, coming to you again to say thank you for listening and to connect with us. Connect with us online. We are on just about every social media platform. Find us on Facebook by searching Urban Glory Campaigns, on Twitter at Urban underscore Glory, and on Instagram, our music association, UGMA, Urban Glory Music Association, as well as Facebook for the Music Association. Epic Night is coming, February 2017, a night of celebration, glory, and excellence, catered with delicious food, glorious music, entertainment provided by Urban Glory's own Music and Arts Association, and inspirational words in recognition of our founder, Reverend LaVon Breland, and various members of the support team of Urban Glory Campaigns. For more information, call 202 630 for UGC, that's 202-630-4842, or visit www.urbanglorycampaigns.webs.com. Well, hello there, Urban Glory. Radio listeners, this is Selena Olivia, one of the leaders here at Urban Glory Campaign. We are in another music and arts episode today, and we have a special guest in our studio, one of our um, UGMA, Urban Glory Music Association, you Connect members, Mr. Philip Carter. How are you doing, Phil? I'm doing great. And you? I'm doing well, especially since I have such a music mobile in the studio <laughs> today. Yeah, audience, you're going to hear a lot about the various brands that he has been blessed to begin and manage and, and just very much so a visionary he and Stephanie. So um, let's get started. Who is, and I start every interview with, with this, who is Philip Carter? Well, I'm a person who's been doing music in, in all my life, and that includes since being a baby. And um, this has been what God has uh, uh, ordained for me to do up to this point. I'm also a preacher. But I, obviously, I do more music than I do preaching, but I'm always open to, you know, opportunities that God may have for me to do. And I've been blessed to do some across across in different parts of the world and, and even right even here in, in Washington, D.C. area. 
uh, been playing in church all my life, and I started this music thing about 19 years ago in terms of being an artist and ups and downs and smiles and frowns and all of that with, with, with my with my labels and um, it's it's been an interesting journey um, and uh, we've had high successes and, and really and really low lows so that's all a part of the process and so um, that's just Philip Carter why I got a wife and two children and hopefully they're happy you know <laughs> they They've, they've got a chance to see a lot of the world because of the musical opportunities that have been opened up to me. And I try to take them on as many trips as they can go, as, as we can go on. Um, yeah. but, but, but trust and believe, and I tell you, God has been faithful and cool. his word has been true. And, uh, and it's one thing to trust God with your personal finances. It's another level to trust him with your business. And yeah. we really don't talk about in church, uh, trusting God with your business, but I trust him with my business. I trust him with my life, my career, everything that has gone to this point, the highs and the lows has has been all a part of God's plan. And if I, if it had happened any earlier, we wouldn't have been able to handle it. So, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty much who Philip Carter is. I've always been humble. Um, you know, uh, my daddy instilled that into, into me and it's never gone away and it's kept me, I believe it has kept me out of some circle and also put me into other circles. Right. Yeah. And audience, I have to say that that's still really technically through Henry Harris, who's also mm-hmm. the next member of UGMA. And it's interesting with the, with the group that um, was the starting core of UGMA, the the strength of UGMA has continued. It's authenticity and what you were talking about as far as um, having authentic humility where we really just ultimately trust God with not just our lives, but the career, ministry, any organization that we launch or anything. Trusting God, right. not going off of what man is saying because uh, people will push you and the same ones that will push you will laugh and kick you when, when something falls through. But God sure. never changes. He's faithful. He's faithful. So, we have been introduced to to not just the uh, businessman and minister, but also the family man. So he says he has a wife and two two children, and as he says, he's he travels um, internationally and has been able to take them uh, often. So that's that's beautiful. There's often times that you uh, see ministers and or uh, artists that always travel alone, and that's 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 not not good if you have a family. Um, it's very good to expose your family, especially children coming up. If their gifting is the same or 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 similar in any right. form, they need to see that you're yeah how to do it. Um, so tell us, uh, give us a, a list of your various brands and tell us a little bit about about each of them. Well, um, there's Philip Carter Music, which is um, we are um, distributed by Capital Christian Music Group through Maranatha Music, and um, I just started that this year to funnel some to funnel some other products like Live from Zion that released in September twenty third and we also have a Christmas product that's pending right now release uh um waiting on approval from from uh, the distributor. And then there's SOV Inc, which is my long standing company. It started out at Sounds of Victory Ministries in nineteen ninety nine. We um SOV Inc encompasses Philco Studios and and the Sounds of Victory, the group and other missions that we got going on. And that's distributed by Altavaz Entertainment, um, which is based out of Merlin, the Merlin area. And okay. um, and then we have 
um, Christian Life Music Group, which is I have a partner named Eric Minus. He's my partner with that. And under that group, we have uh, we have a brand new release from Michael White and True Praise, who is the minister of music of Reed Temple North. And yeah. so um, we That's have, you know, industry. yes, yeah. So his his album is doing very very well right now, and it's just a lot going on. Um, <laughs> and we're continuing to we're continuing to push and to um, you know make things happen on that level. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, tell us about IGAA and the Gospel Artists Alliance. IGAA was started in 2010. Um, it, we, you know, um, just through my ups and downs, I discovered that uh, there was no place for independents to go to learn. There was no platform, nobody to teach them. Um, and so I just endeavored to really start a Facebook group and to just discuss matters that are important to independent artists slash business owners. That turned into uh, the conference uh, being started. I called Earl Bynum, and him and his church had been just unbelievably awesome in helping us to put that uh, conference together every year. And um, so that started that, and we've been educating artists, and we've seen a lot of success from the artists that have come and sat and gotten tutelage that they needed to push their own products and do whatever they want to do with it. So, you know, we're in our sixth or seventh year. We, we postponed this year to regroup. We're coming back next year, uh, July the 6th through the 8th in Beltsville, Maryland. Um, so we're looking forward to that as well. I'm looking and forward so we, to it as well. Yeah. We teach the business, um, which is not too exciting to a lot of people, but if you're really trying to make it in this industry, it's important to, it's important to learn all that stuff that you need to make it. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's been yeah. countless, countless uh, examples or testimonials of relationships and network happening right at the conference. Right. Multiple. And that's something that even before I even really knew who you were, it preceded you. I, I was down in Jacksonville, Florida, a industry friend of mine, uh, she's actually in entertainment, period. She does radio. She can sing this different things. She's done some drama, just kind of in different, she kind of goes throughout different parts of the arts discipline. So she said to me, have you ever checked out IDAA? And I, I'd seen the name, um, but didn't really know. At the time, I was, I had just, the year before, well, actually, technically, when she told me, it was still that, that year, that first year that I really started to delve into studying the industry, and that's when I actually uh, came across ECMA and had my first conversation with Henry Harris, and I, this particular person spoke very well of your conference and said it was like none other, and if if I don't go to any other conference yearly, I need to go to to idea and I was like okay so that before I even read any description of the conference or anything I had a live in-person testimonial from someone it was like you've got to go to this conference so that spoke volumes to me and after after meeting you and uh, speaking with you and being involved um, actually online electronically and that, that's something that was was awesome to me that you sometimes we especially um, those of us who are more of an urban influence or uh, with our ethnicity, we tend to not be expansive. Uh, we can go to the various other conferences and, and uh, online or streaming, but not really access hours. You have to physically go or fly and things like that and things come up. But with yours, I was able to attend online, and I did miss seeing everyone, but I got mm-hmm. the, the information, and it was like, this is great. And I felt like I should have paid more for an electronic. <laughs> it was just like, wow, it, it's crazy. It, it's really, really in a great way. So that that uh he was being very modest in the way that he described that audience um <laughs> that brand and the conference it's, it's one of the greatest conferences 
Um, no, not disrespect to any of the other entities that have conferences and workshops and things like that, but yours is very focused, very much so like how ECMA is very focused on what the intent is, not spread all over the places. People have to fend for themselves. It's very organized and strategic. So well, I, I appreciate that. that. I I appreciate it. I can leave. We're continuing to push. Yeah. Continuing to push to try to be better and to learn. We try to tell our conference to whatever the changing of the guard is in the industry to try to make sure we stay current and keep people current as to what's going on. Hey, your yeah, recent your recent um, project that you mentioned briefly, uh, Live and Zion. Tell us about that. How did you uh, compile the songs that you decided to go on the album and? Uh, Tell us a little bit about the process of recording it and then the release. Well, we recorded it back in 2012. We actually released the first version of it in 2014, and then when we signed a new deal, we decided to re-release it. So because we would have, you know, you know, quadruple the uh, the exposure, so we decided to put it back out this year. And it's really it's really a collection of church songs. I'm a church guy. I teach church choirs. I really believe in putting out music that people can use in church. And so in compiling this album, whether it was songs I wrote or whether it was somebody else, um, you know, we uh, I really wanted to put out stuff that people could use. And so um, that's what Live from Zion is. It's just a collection of worship stuff that people can use. They can teach in two rehearsals or less and make some things happen. So, uh, yeah, that's what it is. And it's really, yeah. it's going to, you know, it'll bless anybody that, that's looking for such great music, great message, great melodies. Um, it's live and, you know, it's with my group. It's, it's who we are. It's our sound. It's, it's, you know, it's everything about us. That's excellent. And I think I'll tell you that, uh, Folk Card is one of the uh, best traditional, and I, and I, I use traditional loosely. Cause, um, that's fine. I love it. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, one of the best traditional male vocalists in the DMV. Um, and his, uh, his called for often frequently by various, um, major, <laughs> major platforms, um, all over the country, but especially in the DMV. And, um, if you love hand clapping, hand clapping, foot stomping type music. In fact, like as we're, as we're talking, I'm, I'm hearing you saying, I love the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, yeah. just, you took that song and made it your own. <laughs> um, but an amazing, amazing ministry. And uh, you definitely want to uh, get connected to him on uh, social media and uh, go to his website. In fact, real quick, uh, being that I mentioned that, uh, give the audience your uh, contact information. Oh, they can reach me at philipcartermusic.com. They can also email me at... Um... R-U-F-U-S, Rufus59, at Yahoo.com. But if you forget all of that, just Google Philip Carter. It'll take you to me. Uh, my information is all over the Internet. Um, so, yeah, that's how people can find me. All the information about our conferences, everything that we're doing is all is all online. It's all through the website or Facebook me, tweet me, whatever. You know, we're, I'm available. Instagram, all of that. <clears throat> great. Great. Definitely connect with them audience and you want to um, not only hear his music but find out where he's going to be next so you can be there and experience him live um, you're going to hear a song from live in Zion called We Worship You uh, moments away before we go into that song I feel like if you could just uh, uh, touch a little bit on the Bring Back the Choir project um, 
cover the audience about what, what exactly it is and how how it was inspired, and then give any closing remarks or encouraging words for any artists or whatever you're inspired to do. We actually started Bring Back the Choir early this year during the snowstorm. Um, there's such a push now to bring back choir music, to bring back quality music into the into the worship place, um, into, yeah. into our worship atmosphere. Um, and, I, and, and I use that word in terms of being, a, you know, making sure we have a, a, a variety and not losing anything in our worship experience. So we, and it was also a way to connect local songwriters or national songwriters to choirs, to pastors, to all of that. So bring back the choir is an opportunity for people, for local songwriters who submit their music. And once it's accepted, they get to come and teach it to a group of people. People sign up to get a music packet. They come in, they learn. We spend four hours learning music and teaching music. Each uh, presenter has 15 minutes to present their song, and um, it's just a wonderful way to infuse new music into the into churches twice a year. And uh, the first one, the first one we had, it was overflowing in the room, and uh, we were very very happy about that. And so it it, it connects the songwriter to the singer, to the pastor, right. to the musician, to the church. Uh, um, it just it just it just kind of connects the dots, and as we continue to do them, we continue to learn more about how to do that better. Um, but people can go to bringbackthechoir.com and register. Uh, our next session is October the 29th at the Vermont Avenue Baptist Church in Washington D.C. from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So we want everybody to come sign up, be a part of it. It's some wonderful stuff being presented, wonderful atmosphere, and you'll learn so much. That is an amazing idea. Not just an amazing idea, but um, great. Uh, it sounds like a complete divine assignment, like you are set in this particular time prophetically to bring that back, and not to sound real deep or anything, but I just know, it. as I was hearing you talk about it, now when I first saw the um, the email correspondence that was coming out, I, I said, this is something big. And in my heart, I was, I was thinking, this is bigger than they probably even realize, because we, as a church, especially in charismatic uh, circles, have gone more towards the praise team and like a concert feel during morning worship. And I'm a big, big advocate of call and response and choir, chorale, hymnal feel. When you're at church, you want to, when you come to church, you want to experience a worship experience. A social club is a social club. All these other things are, are great in their, in their own time, but when we come to worship, we need to, need to worship and then have that that feel and that experience and the atmosphere be set in that way. And um, there's nothing like the choir and the organ. <laughs> and Amen. we've gotten away from that. You don't, some churches don't see an organ at all. And, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just like, okay, are we, we going to completely leave that traditional sound of the church completely? Somebody has to keep it. Um, and so uh, that, that choir sound, I mean, that back is, is, is awesome. Has the submission date passed for, uh, the song for the yeah, October 29th. But, but, okay. Yeah, but, but we're going to have another one in April and we'll open up the submissions, uh, February or something like that for the one in April. So okay. it's not like, you know, it's, it's, out, it's, it's plenty of opportunities to submit again, you know, if you missed this year. Excellent. Any closing remarks, encouraging words? Um, just thank you for the, you know, thank you for the interview. Um, and, you know, we really appreciate, we, we don't, I don't take anything for granted. And so, um, I just really, really appreciate the interview. I hope people learn something from, you know, something I've said. We've been, I've been doing this for almost 20 years now, and, yeah. you know, 
you know, there's, you know, there, there, are, there are a lot of ideas, but there's some core things that everybody has, to, everybody needs in order to be successful in this business. And, you know, I want people to support the people that they hear that are real, that are doing things that are real and that have good music. I want you to really, really support gospel music because the fans are the only people who can save gospel music, not the people involved in it. We can't save it. It's too much. Uh, industry involved in it to save it for a person yeah. in the industry to save it. it has to be saved by the fans and the fans can save it by purchasing people's music uh, not only national artists but independents as well or local I should say local artists um, purchasing their music and making sure that people are prosperous so they can continue to make it to make the music we can't continue to make it if people are not buying it absolutely mm. absolutely well, Philip, I want to also thank you. It's our it's our pleasure, it's our honor to to interview you, and we look forward to um, multiple collaborations that we'll do in the future, in whatever form that they are. We have some things in mind that, of course, we've talked about um, in times past, and we'll be talking about in the in the near future. Um, but I'm really looking forward to the uh, conference um, in July of 2017. And again, as we as we said offline. Um, let us know at Urban Glory what we can do. Um, if it's administrative things, I don't care how, how simple it seems, let us know what we can do to help, help support that. We really need that. Um, all right, sir. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So, uh, audience, listen, continue to listen. Uh, we Worship You is going to play momentarily and, uh, keep tuning in. Every single Monday we're going to be featuring either an interview or multiple art forms, uh, poems, songs of worship, praise, uh, inspirational songs. You want to tune in because it's going to it's going to be a variety. So keep listening. You're going to hear uh, We Worship You by Philip Carter. Presence. 
Lovely Glory. 